Welcome back to Hour 2 of the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. Dawn is a little under the weather, so she'll be back tomorrow. We are grateful that you are listening, dear audience, especially today on My Talk. Why? It has been a very, very big day on our station because the My Talk Awards draft took place early this morning from 8 to 10 a.m. If you missed any of it, by the way, I think it's actually in our each show's podcast feed, um, but it, you can also download it directly from our website at mytalk1071.com. The two-hour My Talk Award draft extravaganza <laughs> went from 8 to 10 this morning. Uh, it rode both the end of Jason and Alexis and the beginning of Donna and Steve. And Mike is with us, yeah. and he's sort of our unofficial, official referee, strategist, odds guy. Like, if you want to take a bet... On who's going to win the My Talk Awards this year, which show, Mike is your guy. He's been looking at all the results, all the choices. Basically, we each had to select a, uh, we had to make a selection in 10 categories, yes. right? 10 different categories. Those categories, musical artists of the year, movie of the year, TV slash streaming show of the year, actor and actress of the year, two separate categories, both for movie and television. Then song of the year, comeback of the year, breakout star of the year, asshat of the year, and WTF award. I do want to give a little bit of credit to the Academy this year mm-hmm. because two things. One, they got out of the way. Yes. Like They didn't have their own choices like what (laughs) award show i mean last year they had their own choices so like they could have literally won i didn't like the hints that rocco was dropping it almost sounds like they 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 might still be thinking about doing something and then jumping in somehow what hints was he dropping during the during the live draft he's like "Mm, they haven't really decided how it's all gonna happen like they might be making picks they might not be making picks oh no yeah i think uh, everyone made it very clear we don't want that we do not want them to be any part of this okay so this was the third this will be the third annual my talk award show it was the first time we had a draft like this and the order was determined essentially by a game yep of which spoiler alert not a spoiler but like shocker Lori and julia ran away with <laughs> that decider but did you watch the video back at all or did you see no. how the, oh my no so, only because i was terrified that i you know was going to look like a hot mess well they speak each other's language yeah so it's literally like it'd be like oh oh the the one we love uh who's in the show oh yep that's right and they'd move on and it's just like, like how do you know how that? is that possible they got, but they, nine, they got nine you basically had to guess nine or guess celebrities yes like uh with just a few words mm-hmm. and dawn and i along with Donna and Steve and Jason and Alexis, we all got five, Correct. right? Yep. I think. And then it all came down to the tiebreaker. And so then it all came down to a tiebreaker, which Donna or Don and I ran away with, thank God, because that got a second pick. Mm-hmm. But Lori and Julia kicked things off. They're, they were first to go. There were 10 categories, which meant that they got three first picks, which has really set them up for success. And there was one party foul, uh, or I don't know what the sports term would be, but they they made one unforced error. Would that be a correct? In which which are you, which are you referring Donna to? Donna and Steve by going with actor. Oh of yeah, year yeah, first. yeah, exactly. Yeah, the strategy and it's and again, it just depends on how you ranked it and what you were most confident in. Um, I think everybody, ever, like everyone who was involved, thought musical artist of the year would be the first pick with Taylor Swift, yeah. and then everyone thought movie of the year would be the second pick with Barbie. Those were kind of the two locks, and that's exactly the way it went. Yep. So just for the audience, the show got to pick, depending on your like where you placed. So Lori and Julia went first, so they got to not only pick their first pick, 
but they picked their first pick of the category they picked. So they got to pick the category and then their pick. And each show then got to, so then we got a first pick, they got a first pick, so on and so forth. And I would just say, I think there was maybe two, because I personally, when I kind of ranked it out how I would go, Actress of the Year was my third category that I was most confident in. Margot Robbie winning Actress of the Year, I was third. Now, keep in mind, they not only didn't go third, it didn't even go fourth. It dropped all the way back to Low J because Jason and Alexis went with TV show slash streaming oh, show. Okay, so Jason and Alexis dropped the ball too. They both, yeah, both they as well as Don and Steve kind of dropped the ball. But here's the other catch though when it came to TV streaming show, not only did Jason and Alexis go with that, I think Low J is the favorite in that category because they went with The Golden Bachelor. I think over that, the top of succession, over the top of beef, and over the top of Murs in the building. I could see the Golden Bachelor with the My Talk audience winning that category. And honestly, that was our choice, the yeah. Golden Bachelor. So, we, I mean, it just because Lori and Julia were ahead of us, they got that pick. Mm-hmm. I will say, in, in terms of our show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, our rank, we had it written down so that we wouldn't have to do anything on the fly. Yep. And our third was Song of the Year which, you know, we picked Cruel Summer, Taylor Swift. But then our fourth pick was actress, then actor, yeah. then streaming show. I think, honestly, it should have been actress, then streaming show, then actor, because mm-hmm. I think actor is more of a toss-up category. For sure. I think, can you tell us who uh, was chosen under the actor of the year category uh, by each of the shows? Yeah, an actor of the year, it's interesting, because I could say the last pick, so where Jason and Alexis kind of maybe, and again, who knows? Succession has won all the awards. Everyone loves Succession. There's a good chance people are just going to go in and say, well, obviously it's going to be Succession, but I could just see the audience being like, you know what? Uh, we like the Golden Bachelor a lot, but to answer your question to this one, Jeremy Allen White was the first selection. Then it was Ryan Gosling. That Goss- was Don and Steve. That was Don and Steve. Jeremy Allen White is what they went with. G- uh, Ryan Gosling was then picked by LoJ, who I think is very much going to be in the mix for that one you guys went with leonardo dicaprio again and i liked your rationale like maybe not last year doing a ton of stuff but also just being leo leo and just being everything and And only obviously did killers of the flower moon but laurie and julia picked ryan gosling that's the main reason because that was our number one pick but then jason alexis in that category able to get pedro pascal at the very end which is like hey that's a really good pick too but to your point that's why actors should have been later down the list because there are so many people you could justify selecting in that category yep Exactly. So it'll be interesting to see where that category mm-hmm. goes. Was there anything else that surprised you? Like, why did they pick that? I do, before you answer that question, the one I just saw yeah. was Lojay's Ass Hat of the Year. They went, were they first on that one? They were, uh, yes, they were, because they got to make the first pick back then. Yep. Because their first, I'm, I don't know, Brad's, Chad's, and Dad's. Yeah. That seems like a long shot. So keep in mind, for their picks, their first pick was the Taylor Swift. Their second pick for movie of the year was the rom-com that was the Taylor and Swift, right? Uh, you know, kind Which of... Which don't uh, even get me started. Don't even get you started. Then on Breakout Star, they went with the Taylor Effect. Yeah, there's a theme here. And then they went Dad's, Brad's, and Chad. So they're really tying their yeah. uh, wagon Which to is Taylor not, Swift, which isn't a bad... It's not play. a bad strategy, but I think... The my talk audience might get a little tired of selecting Taylor Swift for everything. And that's where I was like the fatigue factor. I think opens the door for a couple of uh, categories because if anyone if they don't hit the Taylor Swift, if they don't hit Golden Bachelor, uh, Margot Robbie, and I really did like their comeback of the year with Britney Spears. That was a good that one. was a really good later uh, pick in there. Um, also, I could see people voting for I'm Just Ken as your last pick in that category. I'm Just Ken was a pretty good pick for Song of the Year. 
Yeah. Um, Although I think Song of the Year is still going to be Cruel Summer. I do agree. That's only because I'm. I think it should. Well, I think it should be. Yeah. I just think you could also with the fatigue factor again. uh, You could see someone just saying, "I want to do anything other than that." Uh, The other thing, I it didn't occur to me until, and I'm trying to remember when this occurred to me. I was like, "Oh, people might split the vote because there are a couple." Gosh, which one was that? Uh, Maybe. There was one category where both answers seem related, or two of the choices, two of the four choices seemed related. And I oh, thought, breakout I, star, Taylor Effect slash Travis Kelsey, because that one could definitely fall in that category where they're going to split the difference on that one. And our pick was... Uh, Leslie Fema. Leslie Fema. So yeah, so we were saying like, yep. well, maybe that'll split the vote. Correct. And then we'll end up with more. I could see that for sure. And I wonder if that, you know, that might go into effect because you've got four options for each of the 10 categories. Mm-hmm. So you might get some split voting. So, yeah, we kind of talked about the odds before. I think Lojay does have the slight edge because I think they're yeah. the favorite in the most categories. I, I think you guys in about two categories, I think, are are, are a lock. And then there's a, a few where you guys have the top two-ish picks. Uh, Jason and Alexis are up and kind of in the same boat as you guys. And then Don and Steve, again, uh, they just, there were there was, I feel like they got off of their plan too early. They, I, they weren't as planned out Donna as they Steve, needed to be. Yes, yeah, they fell apart. And they needed like, a draft board. Donna, when she said she was going to go rogue on like their first, their very pick, first election, she like, says we're uh, going to go rogue. I'm like, Donna, Ooh. Donna. But who knows? I mean, flowers by Miley. I mean, it was earlier. It feels like it was a long time ago. That was that crush for six yeah. months of this year. Yeah. So people remember that again, though. The King Charles pick, the Aaron Rodgers King pick. Charles. I don't. Yeah. Steve. King Charles, by the way, was the selection, in case you're wondering, for comeback of the year. Because we all know King yeah, Charles went I away I don't for years and then came back. That's a comeback? <laughs> That's a, like, arrive. Yeah. He he was never there to begin with. Um, I do think, though, your point earlier that the those last few categories are the ones that are going to make it or break it. It's mm-hmm. that 7 through 10, comeback of the year, asshat of the year, what, uh, I almost said the thing, Yeah, WTF moment of the year and breakout star of the year. I think those are really going to be... If you guys can secure Britney Spears' book as the WTF, and then also maybe Leslie Fema, like you said, the, the vote gets split a little bit, and we go with the hometown choice. Because yeah. remember from last year, speaking of Lizzo. the hometown choice, that was the only Lizzo thing we won, dominated I think. last yeah. year. She was Even though she didn't necessarily have the biggest year from a musical standpoint, she won Song of the Year. She won uh, Artist of the Year. People love. And then the Vikings comeback last year. This is a entertainment station, but a, a football game won comeback of the year last year. That's true. So people love the local tie. Well, that's why I would just like to give a shout out to Donna and I for yeah. comeback of the year, Damar Hamlin, Chicken sure. Sports. I like that. Even though we didn't pick it. All right. <laughs> Mike, yeah. thank you for the odds. We will continue to, uh, this is all going to begin tomorrow. Yes. Voting begins tomorrow, what? First thing, 6 a.m.? First thing tomorrow morning, you start voting, yep. And I'm sure that Jason Alexis will have a full breakdown of everything you can expect in the My Talk Awards for 2024 when we come back on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, I want to tell you, Mike, about something okay. called a pizuki. What is a pizuki? Do I have to dump that? <laughs> no, I okay. know. It sounds like I swore, but I didn't. I swear. Uh, I don't think I did anyway. But All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll be right Mike, and welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. Dawn will be back with us tomorrow. She's feeling a little under the weather. We hope she gets better soon. And uh, we just told you all about the My Talk Awards. And how they uh, played out this morning in the first ever draft. We'll have more on that, obviously, tomorrow when voting opens. Just head to mytalk1071.com, as we ask you to do for all things. Now, do you know what a pizookie is, Mike? I have no idea. It makes me uncomfortable to even hear it. I know. Okay, so I saw this headline and I thought, because every once in a while I like to troll over to a little website called Food Beast. There's also one called The Takeout, and it's like food. It's like all my pop culture food news. Love it. And it's like where all the fast food updates come, you know, like, oh, Jack in the Box is going to have this this year. For example, Taco Bell, you know those cinnamon crisper things? Sure, yeah, yeah. They have a cereal, that a limited oh. release of a cereal version of that, and I thought that's brilliant because yeah. it actually does kind of taste like cereal. So that's like where you find news like that. Well, then I read this headline. BJ's Restaurant and Brew House now has a wild cinnamon roll pizookie. <laughs> I was like, that sounds kind of gross. What the hell is a pizookie? Can you guess what a pizookie is? Um, wow. It's a combo. It's got to be a term. Yeah. So it's a pizza cookie? Yes! Nice! You got it. First time out. Okay. At first, I had to literally sit there and stare at it like... <laughs> Pie cookie, but where's the Z? Okay. No, it's pizza cookie, I'm assuming. I mean, I don't know because in this article, it doesn't define pizuki. It just uses the term like we should all know it. And then I Googled pizuki and it's a thing. So is it a cookie that's shaped or formed like a cookie? It's kind of it like a, a deep with... dish. I think we would just call it like a deep dish cookie or something. You okay. know, like, sure. You know, you, you see these on restaurant menus for desserts like. A chocolate chip cookie and a cast iron skillet. Yeah, skillet yeah. cookie. Skillet cookie, okay. Yeah, I sure. feel like that's more common for us. Like, I've never heard pizookie. I don't know if that's like a trademark thing, but there's a Wikipedia entry. Uh, it says pizookie. A pizookie is a dessert made from a large cookie topped with vanilla ice cream. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> it's mainly a signature dish. Okay, so this is mainly a signature dish of the restaurant chain BJ's. But if you Google pizookie... There are all sorts of pizuki recipes, how to make a pizuki. I just want to say pizuki. Just don't hit image search, please. <laughs> Be careful. I want to know what's going to pop what? up. What? You think something? I'm gonna... No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah, I'm looking at them now. Yeah, that looks okay. That looks they good. even have PJ or BJ's, also BJ's, anyone. Okay. As a person with the first two initials, BJ, and the last name trainer, trust me, <laughs> I know how this works. <laughs> BJ's Pazuki Pass. It just sounds dirty. It sounds like a an adult website. Mm-hmm. You got one of them BJ's BJ's Pazuki Pass. Anyway, now on to the actual Pazuki. It this thing actually just looks like a giant cinnamon roll with ice cream on top. And frankly, I'm all about it. Yeah. So the other ones are all actually cookie based. This is a cinnamon roll base. Yeah. Which I might like that See, better. Also, can we just call that out? That's not a Pazuki. 
That's no. a pizzinamon roll. That's exactly. Uh, I don't think. I think maybe that's why they stuck with pizzuki because pizzinamon rolls does not sound not at all more appetizing. Or pizzinamon? Yeah, pizzinamon. Anyway, I kind of feel like I want to make one of these. It wouldn't be difficult. No, I feel like you just get a, a cast iron. Well, this oh. one looks like a little pie tin. Yep. And but, that's uh, warm. That, I mean, that, they took the picture, obviously, early on, because that ice cream is just going to melt right down the middle. Yeah. And it's going to saturate also, that uh I don't know that, that you need ice cream on a cinnamon roll. That seems like a lot. Cookie? Yeah. For mm-hmm. some reason, the cinnamon roll just seems like a little too much. But this pizzuki thing, they have all different kinds. There's like a s'more pizzuki. I don't know. Does this appeal to you? Am I the only one? I would rather have the cookie than that cinnamon roll thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. the skillet cookies or the uh, pizzuki definitely looks better. There's like a monster cookie one that has some ice cream on top. That is, uh, that's it. That's my jam right there. That would be fantastic. This, I don't know. It'd be good. I'm not going to say no. What's your favorite go-to restaurant dessert? So like oh, when, wow. because, you know, there's always like, what, four desserts? And it's always the same. There's creme brulee, there's cheesecake, there's a chocolate cake, and something else. Give me, like, I don't know exactly where the place would be, but I've had really good, like, those little lava, lava chocolate Oh, yeah, lava like a cakes. chocolate lava cake? Yeah, you cut into it and just kind of pours out. Okay. I would take that. How about you? One more reason for you to get on a cruise ship, because, you know, Carnival, for example, mm-hmm. that's their signature dessert, is Ooh, the is lava chocolate lava cake, or melted, I think, I forget what it's exactly called, but I think it's, like, chocolate melting lava cake. Mm-hmm. Jamie's favorite, but it's one of those little sort of steamed puddings. It's not steamed, but it's like it, it's cooked just underdone. Oh, I'm looking so that at when it you right cut now. into it, it oozes. They give you the recipe for it on the oh, yeah. website. It's not hard Ooh. to make. It's actually a pretty basic recipe. It's all about the timing because if you overcook it, it's just going to be a brownie. Sure. And if you undercook it, it's just going to be like batter. That looks familiar. It's oh, there's really a video. <laughs> Please excuse me. I need to watch this. Again, back to your BJ's uh, Pizzuki yeah. Pass. <laughs> For just $10, you can watch as many What's your go-to? dessert you videos. Me? Oh, you asked. Uh, so my go-to dessert would be like chocolate. Anything chocolate. Same, yeah. Uh, Jamie always goes for the fruit okay. dessert. Like if there's like a blueberry tart or a raspberry crumble or something like that. He'll go for that. I'm always going for the chocolate and caramel business. I've never met anything that's too rich for me. No. I love a good, good chocolate. And on I, top of chocolate, on top of chocolate. I love fruit stuff, but um, I eat that at home. So, like, when I'm, it's kind of like one of those things, like, I never order chicken on a menu unless it's fried chicken. But, like, I typically don't order chicken on a menu because we eat chicken at home all the time. For sure. And so when you're out, you want something you don't eat. Love it. What's Sarah's uh, game? Is she, like, chocolatey? Uh, she's chocolatey as well. More fruity than me, though. She likes some fruit options yeah. as well. You gotta, you gotta have that because then you can both get something separate and try each other's dessert. Exactly. All right. Well, um, if Pazuki is your thing, I don't even know where there's a BJ's. Who cares? Um, if you want to Google it. Hey, when we come back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Don, we have to give you an update on Kim and Croy. They're selling their house for even cheaper. We'll tell you how how much cheaper when we come back. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thank the Lord we're headed back to 30. That's going to feel like 80 degrees. Yeah, I think uh, Wednesday it's 40 for I. Oh my God, that's insane. Now, it does look like we might get some snow next week. You got to pick. You either get extreme cold this time of year or snow. (laughs) I take a little bit, you know, take a little column A, a little column B, because with the cold, you get the sun. Yes. With the warmer temps, usually you get the snow. So let's balance it out. Again, I'm so grateful that it's January and we're first dealing with this. I mean, it's been ridiculous how snow-free we've been, right? Agreed. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Don. I mentioned Kim and Croy. They have dropped the price on their fabulous Georgia mansion. Uh, I think they dropped it, by the way, by a million dollars. We've been talking about these two yahoos because they just can't seem to make ends meet, mostly because they don't know how to spend their money. And by that, I mean they don't know how to pay their bills. So according to TMZ, they have reduced their what started out being a six million dollar home. Uh, it is now down to four and a half million. So from six million, they went to five and a half million. That was the first drop. And most recently, and the reason we're talking about it today is just a month later, it's now down to four and a half million. That is a huge drop. And you may remember when it was listed at that six, we all looked at it and oh, we yeah. were like, there's a house directly next to it that's nicer than it. And it was listed at like five and a half. Yeah. So it was like, there's no possible way they're getting this. It feels like they're, you know, just trying to show they're making an effort, even though they're really not making an effort. Well, yeah, you almost wonder if they want to show that they're making an effort, as you said, and then hope that nobody is buying. Yeah. Because that allows them to stay in the house and it keeps the bank from foreclosing. Maybe that was their whole reason of putting all those pictures of him up around the place and just like, I want it to look as cringy as possible. Yeah, so, so like people, people look at the inside. as many reasons as possible <laughs> exactly. to not buy this house. Uh, so they can it. just, I don't know if they match. It, it's magical thinking, I think, mm-hmm. that they somehow believe the bank is not going to foreclose on that house if they don't sell it. So I don't know. But if you're in the market in, it's not Smyrna. I always get the name mixed up. Milton, right? Milton. Why yes. do I say Smyrna? Because something else something is else in, in Smyrna. Smyrna Jordan, yeah. Georgia. Georgia. But uh, yeah, they. if you're looking for a $4.5 million property, it's not an ugly house. It is a lot, though. It's a McMansion kind of house. Did the one next to it sell, or is that one still listed as well? Are you on the uh, uh, real site? Realer. Okay, because I was always kind of keeping an eye on that one because that one was actually, I thought, a little nicer. But again, this is in like a gated community. You've got uh, the golf cart that you just hop in and drive over to uh, to the yeah. golf course. It's and, very nice and oddly like really cheap HOAs. Mm-hmm. The Milton, Georgia. Yeah. So every time I pull up Realtor.com, it now comes up Milton, Georgia. <laughs> it knows exactly where it's you want to like, be. Yeah, we know you. But now I uh, have to put in $6 million because theirs is not the first one that's coming up. It is a fancy-ass community, though, because, like, the average listings are over a million dollars. And these homes are not necessarily the largest. Oh, there it is. It says new, five hours ago, $4.5 million, 3114 Manor Bridge Drive. It's a regular in my realtor.com as well, too. Yeah, well. It knows us. Once once you uh, give them any indication. Um, Looks like it, the one next to it might not be for sale anymore. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah, I don't see. 
So that one sold, potentially. I mean, I guess that's a good sign, right? <clears throat> yeah, although it was a lot cheaper than, uh, not a lot, I think it was like a million less. But now dropping it down to 4 Now that half, it's at yeah. 4.5 million, I feel like they, they uh, might have a better shot. And that also seems desperate. And that seems like the bank told them, you need to move this thing, otherwise you're getting kicked, or, you know, you're getting foreclosed on. Oh, correction. No, it looks like the one right next to him is still up for sale. In fact, that's at $7.2 million. So, wait a minute. But you said that's a bigger house. It is a much, it is a bigger okay, house, good. yes. Right. It looks like it's more, yeah, more well taken care of. It's more open on the inside. For some reason, they had so much wood in their house. Like, their entire basement of uh, Kim and Croy's house, it just was very wood forward. I wasn't a yeah, fan of it's, that. Yeah, it's a look. It's yeah. not a, It's not my favorite look. Mm-hmm. Certainly, it's one of those things where you're like, well, if somebody wanted to give me that house, sure, I'd take sure, it. Sure, yeah. But it's not, my, uh, it's not my style. It is very Baroque or opulent or I don't know what the style would be called. It's just, it's a lot, right? Like, it's just yeah. very over the top. Lots of bright colors. Like, the kit, uh, dining room has, like, that, what I assume is... That wallpaper, it looks like that kind of wallpaper that's got felt. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. got, like, fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a lot. But, you know, there are people who like a lot. And for $4.5 million in a very, very rich community, maybe they'll finally get some takers. Does the $15,000 bed stay? The $15,000 bed probably will not stay oh, because it. you just know that Croy Bierman, and by the way, what Mike is referring to is that he had a special bed for his body because of his, all of the, I don't know, it's injuries, stress yeah. that his former occupation brought upon his body, that he was very protective of the bed, which is why he wouldn't separate from Kim because, you know, he had to be in that bed. No, there's just a lot wrong with that situation. There certainly is. Um, okay, if you want to buy that house, great. But, Mike, you had another uh, real estate offering for us. In case you're wondering the difference between uh, real estate in Milton, Georgia, even though you're in a very nice community right next to a golf course, check out Emma Stone's $4 million Los Angeles home that is for sale. And uh, this was on page six if you want to follow along with us and wa- look at it. But, um Far more modest. I was going to say, it, something tells me a $4 million home in L.A. is going to be really practical. Yes, and that is exactly what we are seeing. Um, it's interesting. It's a look. It's very small. It's really cute. It's seemingly it's, small. But again, yeah. it's not my style, yep. but it is like if I were the, if I were in this house, I'd be like, oh, this is really cute what you guys did. It's very, mm, what's the word, like cottage, cottagey, Correct, like yeah. cozy, lots of pinks and turquoise, but... Uh, all the walls are white. <clears throat> do you hate the kitchen as much as I do? Why is there a table there when it should okay, be like Okay, hold on. I need to island? get to the kitchen. Where's the kitchen? It's like the middle picture, but like there's this glass oh. table in the middle of the kitchen. I do not like that, but you know what that is? It's probably limited space. Sure. And maybe. so they were like, well, we need... If you have a glass table, it'll make the room feel bigger. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. But to your point, that's not a... I, I always judge things by... Like, is that a kitchen to be used? Sure. Like, is there a person who cooks in that kitchen? Because in that kitchen that I'm looking at, it would be real hard to cook. Definitely. Because you've got the dining room right behind. So, like, we're in a typical kitchen that would be an island. Mm -hmm. For the listener who can't see, the dining room table is literally taking the place of an island. So, it must be really small. Does it say how many square feet? Uh... 
not seeing right offhand. Because it does look, now that I'm looking at it, it looks, honestly, it 3, looks 200. like a cute little South Minneapolis mm-hmm. uh, bungalow. 3,200 square feet. Yeah, that's, built in 1926. It's not small. It's not. Again, maybe these pictures just aren't doing wonder, justice. Oh, maybe it's because it's a two-story. I don't know where the other store, there's no pictures of the second story. Uh, that might be an maybe there's like a converted garage or something, but it is, I would much rather have this house. It's a sort of Spanish, again, for the listener, it's like a 1920s Spanish style, four bedrooms, four full baths, uh, 3,200 square feet. So it's a, it's a pretty decent size. I'm surprised though that that kitchen is so small. I love the dog sitting area though, with all of the dog pictures on the wall. There's a little couch and, uh, these, all of these just different types of dogs, uh, on the back uh, drop there, but I did just drop in the realtor link as well because there's that a uh, big beautiful bathtub in the uh, in the bathroom though. Yeah, which like is a cloth kind of a must have. Yes, standalone. I'm trying to see if there's any photos of the upstairs. It looks like that bathroom is uh, potentially in the upstairs. The second link I dropped you just does have uh, some more. Oh, there we go. Some more details. It is really cute. It's nice, they did yeah. a very good job, but it's also a very 1920s home, smaller spaces. You know, for all the people who are like, I want a big open floor plan. You're not going to have that with this house. That said, it does look like they opened up one wall. It is. It's the kitchen to that. uh, uh, Another turquoise couch with dogs above it. And I I don't know if you can see that, but Mm -hmm. it's there's like a countertop on one side and then they cut through the wall to the kitchen. So that probably does open it up somewhat. But it's still a pretty basic space. Just a little shocking, though, how, again, the first house we talked about, now listed for $4.5 million, is 15,700 square feet. That is insane. It is absolutely massive, and this one, and that's $4.5 million, and this one in L.A. is $4 million for 3,200 square feet. Yeah. Yeah, well, this house looks like, you know, an average mm-hmm. sort of middle-class family home. Like it, it, there, I guarantee there are homes like this in yeah. South Minneapolis, and they're probably, you know, retailing for... Far less than the four million that she's gonna get yeah. for it. When we went to San Diego, we were walking over on Coronado Island, and this is exactly like every house you'd walk. But the, the cheap, there was one house for sale when we were on Coronado Island. It looked almost like like very similar to this, and we looked at the price tag just for fun. It was two point seven million. Oh my god! Like oh my. Where's Coronado Island? I don't know what that is. That is, uh, well, it's there's like the all these scenes from the original Top Gun were all from like Coronado Island. It's the it's the big name. There's a big. Um, base over there so it's off the coast of san base. diego yes it's off the coast it's where all the military stuff that's is. funny because you know that's where ho- i was born is right over oh. in um camp pendleton and then hotel adele coronado where i proposed to my wife oh. is the big beautiful hotel over there oh that's beautiful mm-hmm. so it's an island but it's not like far offshore no it's you just literally like just take it yeah, yeah you you take a um you can either drive over it's that huge massive bridge in in san diego that huge massive bridge that the ships have to get underneath um, that takes Coronado you to Bridge. Coronado Island. Yes. Um, we just took the ferry and just rode it right across. And then we just walked across the, uh, the island over to Hotel del Coronado. Oh, you know, I have never, well, other than being born there, I've never been to San Diego as an adult. Oh, okay. So I would love to go. I've heard I it's beautiful. that trip. That was so much fun. And you've got the zoo. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we didn't even do that that time. We didn't do the zoo. We didn't go that direction. We just stayed over and, and did some really awesome eating spots and hung out over there. What was your favorite? 
The Italian. Uh, we went. We went to an Italian place that had uh, uh, whatever they call it when they've got the big block of cheese and they put the noodles in and Ooh, they like mix yeah. it all up and melt it in the cheese. We had that. That was fantastic. They, the pizza that was there as well was this great, awesome, authentic pizza. It was. It was really good. I don't remember the name of the place. Okay. Well, now I just. I'm hungry. Sorry. I'll but, tell you. Um, you notice how every time it's just you and me, it always gets back to food. There's, it's. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm I am not not, absolutely not complaining. <laughs> to me, I am a food motivated human yep. being. Yep. Food and travel. Okay. Uh, well, we could talk about cruises when we come back. Uh, I did get an email from a listener who had a question. Maybe oh, I'll nice. answer her question on the air. But um, I, do, I really wanted to talk about TV. So when we come back, I'd love to hear what you guys have been watching, Mike. And I watched a trailer for something I know you and Don both watch. Okay. So we can talk about that. And I did also want to recommend a podcast. A few people around the station have been listening to it, and I thought I'll I'll share it with the audience, too. Thanks. When we come back, right here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk. Now it's time to choose you and get a healthier way of life with the Livia Way. A lot of diet programs out there. Uh, and Livia is tried and true. I did the program. And when you join Livia, you're going to receive a personalized doctor-recommended program tailored to your unique needs. That's the key here is because they look at your lifestyle as a whole and then they design a program that's paced, that's uh, that is based on uh, programs that are based in nutrition and they can give you the tools and support and motivation you need to succeed. And you're going to get your three first three months free when you mention me and get on the Livia program. Uh, you might have tried a bunch of other things. I know how that is. But when I did the program, it was easy. It really does work. And you get that personalized plan. So three months free when you mention me. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or go to Livia.com. They're also offering breakthrough weight loss medication options this is perfect ketchup on your viewing weather that is sitting on your couch watching tv there's so much to watch especially as a word season gets underway like i'm behind but finally catching up on what i need to watch i thought we could talk about what's been on the tubes boobs on tubes what are you watching boobs on tubes Boobs on tubes. What are you watching? Boobs on tubes. All right, we're the boobs. The tubes we speak of are, of course, the television and, you know, like your phone. I don't know, wherever you're watching or listening to stuff. Mike, yeah. uh, I know you guys have been catching up on some TV as well. We've talked uh, about some of those things. What's been at the top of the list for you and Sarah? Yeah, we are Applers for the first time. Oh, that's right. So you guys we... finally uh, are dipping in the lake known as apple tv plus exactly so that is where we are at we are currently uh rocking through the first season of the morning show which was has what do been you think about good. it it's been a very good ride um i really like it yeah really I'm, really like it you're into the first season we're right into now? the first season just a few episodes in. we just kind of got uh maybe four episodes in something like that but i uh, didn't really know much about it or even how it started i knew a lot of people were talking about it but it was one of those shows that I didn't jump into right away, so I was yeah, like, I'm just going to remove myself from it, and and we'll figure it out later. But um, man, it just it's another reminder of how great of an actor Steve Carell is. How he can do so many different roles and just be so many different yeah. 
types of actor, and uh, he is so very, very good in the in that role. What of course, character of a, does he, what kind of a he, character does he play? So he, I haven't seen Morning Show. Yeah, yet. so he's like a disgraced Morning Show host who Got had it. some sexual allegations. Oh yeah, against that's him. right. Yeah, so um, he but he just does such a really good job of um, you know. F- his whole character, his whole idea is that he's like, I did nothing wrong. Like, what's what's going on? I did nothing wrong. Everyone was everything totally. was consensual, but yeah. it was very much like a moral clause situation, like we've been talking about in some other oh, sure. some other stories. And it uh, it's just it's really good, at least in these first few episodes, how good he has been. And then obviously Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon both in it as well. But it's been a fun ride so far. So we uh, got into that one. We did finish all of Blackbird, which speaking of just great acting. Um, Blackbird's the one with Taron Edgerton and um, Paul. Uh, what is his Hewer name? Just the, one. Yes. Hewer something. Hauser, Hoing, yeah. something. Hewing. Yes, and uh, Blackbird. It was very, very good. That is the story about. And he just um, won a Larry. Uh, yes, uh, Paul Walter Hauser's his name about Larry Hall. Uh, that is the serial killer that it's based on. Got it. And that's the one where Taron Edgerton is in it as well. And Taron Edgerton basically has to befriend this guy in prison and try to. Get a try to get him to talk about some of the crimes so they could officially put the crime on uh, the character. It's Ray Liotta's final uh, show. It was very, very, very good. So it is based on a true story. It is. Oh, yes. That's interesting. They okay. remind you at the start of every single episode. This is all this based, is on, the based true story. on a true story. Mm-hmm. And, and you're liking it. It's gripping. It's not. Yeah, we completed it all, and it was fantastic. Okay, and you said like six parts. Loved every second of it. Episodes. Yeah, six episodes. It's a pretty quick and easy watch. It uh, it, it was very, very good. So what else are you gonna watch? Uh, Greg, on Apple TV Greg Plus? Kinnear, by the way, is in that as well. Oh, so wow. okay. yeah, yeah, it's very, very good. Um, those were our two. We did. I think I told you this off the air, but um, there's a show called Hijack on there. Idris Elba yes. uh, produced. And- I'm glad you had thoughts about it, and I it it made the decision for me as to whether I should watch it or not. It's uh, one thing we're learning about Apple TV is there's a lot of great stuff to watch, but it's very um, maybe top heavy. A lot. Mm, well, yeah, I mean, there's there's, it, there's a few great things. Exactly. Yeah. It's a little top heavy there. So uh, some of these shows have been tough. And we watch this because we both love Idris Elba. And it just is very try hard right away. Yeah. Um, it kind of jumped the shark in the second episode already. And I was like, yeah, I get what they're trying to do. It's just one of those shows that's trying to be. A little more sly and and provocative than it really is, and then you're just like, okay, you're trying too hard. I can't do this anymore. So we actually stopped that after a couple episodes. So I wouldn't waste your time. Good, that's good to know because I saw the trailer and I was like, ooh, I might want to watch mm-hmm. this. But you're always like, oh, I don't know if I should invest any time. Didn't One of the it. things I, th- I think there are plenty of fun things to watch on Apple TV Plus. So I hope you'll add shrinking to your list yes, at course. some point because. Jamie and I sort of fell on that show because everybody was at the time watching it, it felt like. So we were like, let's check out this shrinking. And then we were instantly hooked and just sort of fell. You know, it's one of those shows where you, the cast, the sort of ensemble cast, you you just like them all. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and that's rare. I think of Ted Lasso also on Apple TV Plus. Sure. You should add that to your list, right? Or The Bear. You know, like you just have a feeling for the cast of a show. Yep. Maybe that's pretty common, but actually, I I feel like it is pretty special to have sort of warm, fuzzy feelings for a whole cast. And Shrinking is one of those shows. We also had a MyTalker reach out and say Slow Horses. That's the Gary Oldman show that's on Apple oh. TV+. Plus. It has to do with like MI6 yeah. uh, or MI5 agents or something. Uh, they say that's unbelievably good, and they won a lot of awards, and that's okay. definitely on our list as well. Slow so Horses. A lot to get to. There is, too, if you want to add some sci-fi, The Foundation mm-hmm. Uh, which is based on an Isaac Asimov series okay. of books, a trilogy. It's, I think it's more than a trilogy. 
But anyway, it's a really, it is, I mean, but again, you kind of have to be like, if you like Star Trek, if you like that sort of world building space opera kind of stuff, then the amount of money and production and storytelling and just the beautiful people in this show, Foundation is a, is a fun watch. It's thrilling. There's, you know, it's like adventure across time and space. What about you? What are you watching? Uh, what am I watching? We just, we are thick into the crown right now okay, for yeah. obvious reasons, mm-hmm. because the last season, the last half of the last season finally debuted, but we are waiting for the last episode. Why? Because Jamie hasn't seen all of the seasons. Okay. He started on season five. Uh, and so... I was like, sure. So he watched with me. I've been watching all the way through. So he started with me on season five. And then so when season six started, he's watching again. But before season six came out, we tried to get in all the the seasons that he'd missed. Sure. And we made it up to season three. Okay. So now we just have to finish season four. Got it. And I think we're going to wait for the finale. Mm-hmm. I know this is complicated, <laughs> but it makes a certain lot. There's a certain logic to it. We're going to finish all that back catalog and then we'll jump to the last episode sure. of the season. He was like, cause he, he was fine with just finishing this series and then going back. And I was like, I kind of feel like when we're done, we should be done. Yeah. Right. I love season four. He is going to have a lot of fun with that one where it's uh, Emma Corrin playing. Yes. Oh man, that was such a fun, well, and fun series. Season. I think like you, he learned a lot that mm-hmm. he didn't know about that story. Cause you, you said that, right? If yeah. I, I, I knew nothing about the crown, like except for obviously the accident. Like I, as a kid knew nothing. We didn't follow uh, the Royal family still hadn't followed the Royal family till I got here. So this was really like history for me, which is what yeah. made it so fast as well yeah so uh that's sort of like our our together watch i am gonna go rogue though on my own he's in the place for those of you who don't know my partner jamie he's obsessed with watching all the nominated films okay. for both the golden globes mostly the oscars though and because the oscars is just around the corner he's not watching anything that hasn't been nominated or won't likely be nominated mm-hmm. and so i think i'm gonna watch leave the world behind on my own oh, okay. this weekend yeah and that's that film. I'm only watching it because everybody around here has such a hot take. Either yeah. people love it or they hate it. That's the Julia Roberts and um, Mahershala Ali. Ali. Yep. yep. And then also uh, Kevin Bacon's in it. Yeah, there's uh, a Ethan lot of Hawk Ethan Hawke is, in, Hawk it. is yep. in it. Yep. So I watched the trailer last yeah. night and I was like, because I asked him, I was like, do you want to watch this? He's like, no, it's not nominated for mm-hmm. anything. But then I watched the trailer and I was like, this, I know people either love it or hate it, but I'm like, how could you hate something with all these amazing people in it? So I'm curious to see what is generating that level of uh, polar opposite. I cannot wait to hear what you think of it. So I was definitely on the in the camp that we watched it on a Sunday morning. We had time to just kind of sit and analyze while we were watching. We'd press pause. We'd go grab something to drink, grab some more coffee. And then we were constantly guessing, okay, this is where it's going, or this yeah. is what we think is going to happen. And I love shows like that that keep you guessing, keep oh, you yeah. anxious the entire time. Yeah. You will be very anxious the entire time. Okay, good. So that's great. I'm up for it. So I'm going to watch that this weekend. I'll let you know what I think. Awesome. And when we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, uh, you getting Sarah anything for Valentine's Day? Um, Not really. Just a big piece of meat. Oh, that's right. You, you, 
Fee. Yep. You're a food-motivated family. <laughs> and so are we. Well, actually, I've got a great food gift idea Ooh. you might want to consider. At least this is what I want Dawn to get me. Um, she doesn't know it yet, but we'll talk about it when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.